0: Your body is starting to settle into a posture conducive to meditation. Bring to mind why you are here tonight. What meaningful experience are you seeking tonight? What ultimate goal will this experience tonight help you to achieve? Not necessarily tonight will you achieve this ultimate goal, but know that you are taking definite, concrete steps towards that goal right now, tonight, and let that be alive, let that be vivid in your mind. And just sit with your body in your posture where you are, in the space where you are, your mind holding on to your purpose. And start to disassociate your awareness with what you are aware of, the body, the space that the body is occupying, the mind, what the mind is perceiving. And really just identify right now with just your purpose. And let your awareness holding on to your purpose, let it hover over your body. a shield around you. So whatever that is not of this purpose, may it not enter into your field of awareness. May it not appear within this experience. And just sit there or hover over the space where you feel yourself and let the purpose you're holding let it start to infuse your being and notice pockets of changes taking place in the body, pockets of letting go Surrendering to your purpose and experiencing it as pockets of ease, pockets of tranquility. in the same space where you are feeling your body you experience a slight change in how you are experiencing the body a sense of readiness in the body itself to move towards that purpose a sense of cooperation coming from the body Along with that there is an experience of the body in that same space where there was flesh, blood, weight, there's a sense of lightness, mixing with a sense of ease. Now bring your attention while holding on to your purpose, systematically going through the body, first with the legs, just sit, hover now just over the legs, and just let the legs guide you, what physical adjustments you need to make, what energetic adjustments you need to make, and even what kind of attitude adjustment. Attitudinal adjustments that you need to make. And notice how, when you make those adjustments, whether they are physical, whether they are energetic, or in terms of attitude, how there is a further experience of a cascade of pockets of ease, a more awareness of that more subtle, more subtle sense of the body. Now move your attention, holding on to your purpose, now to the arms, hands, Shoulders, elbows, hold on to that purpose clearly, and let the inner guidance as to what physical adjustments you need to make, what energetic adjustments you need to make, as far as the arms, shoulders are concerned. And actually be aware of your mind journey, getting ever closer to that sacred inner space where you will fulfill your purpose. Then move your attention now to the torso, especially the back, and just sit there, holding on to your purpose being aware of the torso in the back, allowing that purpose to infuse now the torso, breaking further pockets of tension, transforming them into pockets of ease, becoming more and more aware of that subtle sense of the body within the same space. adjustments your intuition tells you follow the instructions follow the advice make the necessary physical adjustment the necessary energetic adjustment or adjustment in terms of attitude And bring your attention now, hovering your awareness over the head and neck, feeling that same sense of ease now infusing the head and neck in the same palpable way that you just experienced it before with the legs, arms, and the torso. Let the mouth, teeth, tongue rest in their natural places. Place the eyes in such a way that they enhance the sense of ease. experience the whole body again with your consciousness, your awareness hovering over the body and noticing the difference between now and earlier when you were aware of the body. At the first sign, when you notice a shift of how you are perceiving the breath, bring your attention to the breath, feeling the same sense of ease, the same sense of subtle awareness with the breath, bring the attention to the breath. continue to allow your mindfulness to pick up on what's happening with the sense of ease, how further pockets of ease are opening up, how the sense of a subtle sense of the body becoming more and more prominent. When you notice again another shift in how the breath is experienced. Now add to what you're already doing the intention to keep the flow of your awareness on the breath unbroken. doesn't mean to force anything to happen like forcing your mind to focus. It doesn't mean chasing away distractions, it doesn't mean controlling the breath. Simply know the beginning, the duration and end of in breath and out breath, coming back again to in breath. Be aware of the cycle and try to maintain the flow of your awareness unbroken. And as you do so, don't lose that loose mindfulness on what's happening with the sense of ease, the sense of subtle awareness of the body, and what other subtle phenomena arises within the field of your awareness. incur your awareness on the sense of ease and bringing your attention to the space in front of you at the level of your eyebrows and while your awareness is stationed in that space, again, recall your motivation, and know that what you are doing right now are concrete steps towards your ultimate aim. Attention to connect with your infallible guide, the definite means through which you will achieve your objective. And feel that presence arising in that space in front of you. As you bring your attention to that presence, you're aware of its brightness. Also you are aware of how the clearer it appears, the more at ease your body, your breath and your mind becomes. The stronger the sense of the subtle awareness of the body becomes. Find that measure of conviction within you that somehow knows that you will achieve that ultimate purpose. And know that you are in the presence of the means to achieve it. Strengthen your resolve to achieve it. Whatever habits that you are engaging in whose results are obstructing you from achieving this make a strong resolve to let go of them to become free of them. And find the power of devotion and beg your infallible guide to help you for guidance for strength and whatever you need to pick up whatever habits you need to develop make the same strong resolve to pick them up, to engage in them, to develop them, and find the power of devotion within you, and beg your infallible guide for guidance, for energy, whatever you need. be aware of why you are sitting here tonight. What is it that you are trying to achieve? Feel the momentum that you've gathered so far. Mm -hmm. And whoever is engaged in similar practice, Embrace them with sympathy, with compassion. Whoever needs to be doing this practice, embrace them. And let your love and your compassion for them infuse your purpose even more. So feeling the momentum, make a strong resolve to make this practice as meaningful and as powerful as you can. You're going to march, walk into that sacred inner space feel and wield the might of your mind and bring about the transformation that is of true benefit. And holding on to that resolve, that dedication, bring that presence whenever you feel like it into the very center of your heart and there let it merge inseparably with your mind. Be aware of the state of your mind, the level of tranquility that you have achieved so far. And try to take a snapshot of it so you can recall it when you want to recall it. Okay, bring your attention to the breath. And through the awareness of the gross breath, again, become aware of the body, body of flesh and blood. relax. Uh, Remember, you're going to sit back again, so make sure you're comfortable now. Okay. (laughs) It seems like, uh, I don't know for how long now, but uh, at least... let's say within this new session that I uh, don't talk much about uh, philosophy anymore. I'm, f- I'm focusing more on just the dynamic and the technique of meditation itself. Uh, that may make you feel a bit uh, thirsty for philosophy, a bit thirsty for Dharma. Uh, so <laughs> um, I'm not going to go too much into philosophy. Uh, I hope that somehow you're able to connect that what we are doing is still dharma, (laughs) okay? Even though we don't use those uh, vocabulary, we don't use the words anymore, okay? We just talk about what we feel in meditation and things like that. Uh, I think that a lot of you have had quite a bit of training in philosophy that It brought you to uh, some degree where you're curious and you want to gain some sort of experience. And the philosophy has brought you at least to some change in your behavior. And you're trying to uh, initiate some sort of transformation with the philosophy. And after some time, you notice that the philosophy can only carry you so far. And if you're not careful, you may abandon it altogether now just for the sake of saying it your soul <laughs> is seeking something more okay it want it wants more than just you know beautiful abstract ideas okay it wants things it wants to experience something concrete not necessarily something physical where somebody hit you on the head or something like that but something that some ex- some sort of experience where it can um relate with it the same way that you relate with your pain. It is there, and I want it to be gone. Okay? That kind of experience, that kind of relationship. You want to have at least not a relationship with something where you can say, oh, that's another pain, and yet yes, I still want it gone. But you want something at that substantial where you want where it elicit a, a reaction from you, where you either want to what, where you want it to continue to, to be present in your life or you want it to be gone from your life. Okay, So you want some sort of concrete experience. And you want it to be connected with that philosophy, that beautiful philosophy that you uh, studied so far. Uh, it seems that within the Mahayana tradition, at least within the uh, sutra section, it seems to be Mostly, be nice, and then a lot of philosophy. Mm -hmm. Be nice, a lot of philosophy. Mm -hmm. Where in the like, and there are these lofty experiences that just seem to be too far away. You just can never can never uh, experience. They're just things to talk about. Okay, the first boomy, the second boomy, the third boomy. The, can you imagine a million concentrations at once? Those are just beautiful things, flowers in in, uh, in the air. Okay, what about your pain right now? What about the transformation that you want to initiate? What about the thing that brought you to you come to know that there are these flowery things happening that, it, that supposedly exist? What about that, that brought you to, to, to that knowledge? How are you dealing with it? So since you already had a lot of philosophy, and of course there's going to be a lot more philosophy to, to, to be had, and uh, there are a considerable amount of, of uh, books out there. Uh, now you don't have to worry too much about bad translations, because a lot of people are they're more, more competent translators now, because they are, they're not just people... Translators who are looking at it as some exotic thing, oh, look at that pretty little thing, look at how they put the letters together, let me translate that. But these are more people, who, these are people who are actually practitioners also, who want to draw meaning for their own practice, and they're translating, they're doing the translations. So, a lot more meaningful translation now. So, you can read a lot about the philosophies. Of course, the book is never going to be sufficient. You're going to need someone who had some sort of lineage of explanation if not some ex, um, a lineage of, of experience to sort of help you, to guide you to understand this philosophy in such a way that it becomes something that you can, that's practical for you, not just something that exists you know, in the abstract world that somehow can never connect with what you're actually uh, going through right right here, right now. Okay. So we are at the question of, I forgot his name, it was a layman who asked the Buddha, I've you know, been going to your teachings a lot of times and, and I've gained quite a conviction in the, in, uh, that they are meaningful, but something is, no, a little something is holding me back. I don't feel like I'm fully, I can't say that I'm fully uh, uh, practicing or fully experiencing all those things that you're talking about. And the Buddha answered was, oh, now you need the taste. So this is where we are right now. We need a taste. Otherwise, we are in danger of abandoning this altogether. Because you're getting older, and the older you get, the more desperate you become for something. And if lofty, beautiful ideas are not practical, or not uh, giving you some sort of uh, uh, tangible experience, you will abandon them and go, Well, at least samsara got something. <laughs> right? <laughs> These beautiful things, you know they just remain just beautiful things in the air, okay? I don't want to waste this life with just dreaming about intangibles where at least even for a few seconds I can feel some meaningful thing when I'm uh, uh, after uh, my third... uh, i Sorry, I have no experience what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) After my third... What would you say? My third mug, my third glass, uh, (laughs) my third hit... What you shot? What do you okay. say? <laughs> at All least, yeah. okay. <laughs> at least there's some tangible experience there that makes me say there is something. Okay. <laughs> but those you no, know, those you no know, boomies and stuff like that. I mean, they don't seem to connect with what I'm with what I'm going through. At least there's the illusion. At least for a few seconds that my problem is gone. I'll go back again tomorrow night and then get experience the. Th- Another three seconds of experience that my problem is gone. Okay. Otherwise, that will become more and more attractive, more and more attractive. Not because you're thinking so much uh, intellectually about it that you're thinking about, oh, I don't know about those boomy stuff. Let me go to the bar. You just find yourself in the bar. <laughs> because something, there's, there's a conviction that you have not removed. And the only way to remove that conviction is with actual experiences. That's why the remedy, the ultimate remedy that is given is direct perception or direct experience. Because that's the only way the mind will let go of something, or that's the only way the mind will hold on to something, is through direct experience. Now we're back to meditation again. But that, that experience need to be bigger than, than the other practice that we were doing, in order to make the mind more attractive to switch from samsara to something, to this new experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has to be, uh, you yeah, could say meaningful, mm-hmm. meaningful to your mind, it has to be, It must have meaningful, meaningfulness for your mind, in order for the transformation, in order for the uh, switch to take place. Otherwise, it just remains some intellectual something. Okay. So, the the what the Buddha was telling the layman, I forgot, I have to find out his name, basically was telling, go and get experience. And the only way for you to go get experience that is very meaningful is within the space of meditation. Okay. So, it's, it's like, oh, beautiful, wonderful, beautiful things. Seven <coughs> Bumi, eighth Bumi, uh, million meditations. And how do you get there? Meditate. Oh yeah, I mean, pick up meditation. And as you're trying to pick up meditation, or did you know about the this and that, uh, the the seven this, the twenty-seven that, the the four this, the five that? Or did you hear the the commentary that so and so said about th- the other person's commentary on the five and the six and the seventh? <laughs> And someone made a sub commentary on the four and a half. <laughs> and then a few periods later, <laughs> a few years later, a few months, a f- few years later, they said, wait a minute, what about the meditation? What about the experience? What have I got? I mean, yes, this beautiful thing gave you some sort of perspective and allowed you to change a little bit, but there's still something within you that st- sort of stays there. And it's not changing yet. And then the philosophy is just not enough to make the change happen. Okay, so now you have to almost uh, relax your effort in trying to force a change to happen, and then really go into deep into meditation. Uh, In order for for you re, for you to reach that, let's this is called the mind. Okay, this, I mean that's not this, this is the mind where uh, actual uh, transformation will take place. Actual ex- experience will happen that will be enough to tra- to motivate you to make that change happen. Okay, for you to feel the energy towards making that change, if that's what you need. In order for you to get there, you have to go through these through these first. You can't turn it upside down, even though some people promise it promise that in some sort of strange, exotic practice. Uh, and tonight, well, we probably don't have time now, we're talking too much. You're <laughs> we supposed to, with the experience of what we're calling ease, you have to find a palpable ease. I'm going to keep repeating this over and over again. Palpable ease in the body, in the breath, and a palpable sense of ease in the mind, okay? Ease. Then, just for the sake of tonight, I'm going to, and these are deeper, 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 deeper levels, okay? So, connected with a sense of ease, there's a a deeper level of that. It's like, oh, very nice. Oh, beyond very nice. And then become something else. We just call that joy, okay? So, you look at, be mindful of the sense of ease to the point where you are able to make a uh, discern when it transforms into something much deeper that you can no longer just call ease, that you have to call something else. And then you can call it joy. And then joy will go through its various flavorings, various experiences, where it says very, very, very joyful, and then there's something beyond very joyful, and now we call that okay, just for the sake of you know making names, call it Happiness. Okay, we're not even at that mind yet, where actual transformation will, will take place yet. Okay. So you you have joy. No, you have happiness now. Joy, happiness, and then between happiness, and that state of mind, we do. What would you call this one? Elation. Elation. Pfft, okay. <laughs> that's 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 a good one. Elation. Uh, elation feels very light. It's very very close to like a, a sense of tranquility kind of words okay let's call it elation okay so ease joy happiness elation and only when your mind as it that, and how do you know when you're in elation you can only know if you can make the, the, the comparison between all those previous experiences it's definitely not ease it's definitely not joy that is something that you are it's connected with joy and it's very joy and it's kind of beyond that beyond happiness, and now it's elation, now it's beyond elation. Now, your mind is at the level where transformation can take place, where you can now begin to make that change that you've been trying to make all these years that just mere philosophy, philosophy hasn't been able to help you to do. So you can try, you No, know, you can take philosophy and then beat the... Uh, the C word out of <laughs> whatever it is that's holding you back you know for a long long time it will make a little dent here and it will make a little dent there but eventually you know you you, you will get tired before the, before this before this thing is gone okay the only way for you to be able to get to that change that you've been wanting to make for so long is you have to get your mind to that place and it's not a bad place i mean it's beyond Elation, come on! <laughs> Who doesn't want to go there? Let's call it bliss, okay? How about bliss? You prefer bliss? Okay. <laughs> call it bliss, okay? So when your mind is now in bliss, now your mind, now you can actually make that change happen. Not in some abstract time, and then, you know, by abstract time means maybe your next life. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, don't want to drag this thing with me until next life. I want it gone as soon as possible. Okay? And the way... So, instead of wasting 10 years uh, taking philosophy and beating this, trying to make the change happen, and it's not happening. So, if you take less than time than that, okay, let's say 10 years. right? So, 10 years... Making philosophy uh, do something that after 10 years, it will not happen, or you can take the 10 years trying to slowly get to bliss <laughs> hard task for you. <laughs> Try to get to bliss, and then once you're there, then you're able to really make that change happen. I'm saying 10 years, it might take less than that if you do it properly, okay? And you might even be able to experience some taste of it even tonight, if I allow you to, um, <laughs> if I give you enough time. okay? So just follow the ease and let it spread as far as it, as it can spread until it transforms into a much deeper sense of ease that can no longer be called ease, that be actually uh, be called, uh, uh, I'm just using these as a gradation. You can choose whichever one you want. You think it's higher than the other, joy. Happiness, uh, fairness, elation, and bliss, okay, or bliss, okay. Remember how when you're starting to feel the ease, and I, I pointed out to pockets of, uh, what do I call it, uh, pockets of discomfort, pockets of stress, pockets of, uh, there were. you notice, you are consciously aware that there were sort of like uh, going away, disintegrating, and being replaced by ease. I'm not talking about you visualize yourself experiencing bliss while you're in pain. That's what I'm talking about. That's for the philosophy part, okay? (laughs) I'm talking about the, the ease becomes joy, becomes happiness, becomes bliss. Not that you're fantasizing that you're experiencing bliss. Okay? And your your knees are yelling at you, get out of that posture or I'll break. Okay, no. In that same place where you would have felt your knees yelling at you, saying, get out of here, I'm gonna die, it's saying, please stay, please stay. I always feel so good. Okay. That's that's experience. That's not philosophizing. Okay, and directly experiencing this will bring about the change that you want to bring. Okay. Especially that nagging change that just seems to never seem to happen. Okay? Yes, I'm starting to be nice now. Every once in a while, though, but you know, <laughs> there's that guy, you know, I just can't be. Oh, how do I change? <laughs> how do I be nice to that guy? I'm supposed to be nice, but I'm not convinced that I, that I should be nice to that guy. Okay. Philosophize as much as you want visualize, pretend, fantasize that you are nice to that guy, you know, if that change didn't happen at a deep level when, what do you call that? When instinct takes over, you're not going to be nice. Okay. And I'm saying the word nice because, you know, know, I really don't like it, but (laughs) I'm talking about uh, skillful actions that will bring about the kind of transformation you, you need. Okay, That will actually get you to an actual experience of your goal. Okay. And if being nice is what you need to do, then you need the energy that actually constantly make you nice no matter what. Because you're convinced it will get you to your goal. Not, well, not this guy. I don't know. I don't feel like it. (laughs) Yes? Um, Two quick things. Um, The saying, the map is not the territory comes to mind and you talk about experience and philosophy. The other thing is um, this process of ease moving to bliss and into the mind that can pre- can actually change um, those states that we go through. Um, those of us who practice arts, whether it's dance or music or mm-hmm. whatever we do, um, I know that in my own practice I, I relate to that mapping in the art that I make. Mm -hmm. And so my question is about, is sitting meditation the place where that is the deepest, um, most effective way? Or have you seen this transformation, this preparedness evidenced in other disciplines? I want to sound like a, what do you call that? Making hard fast, um, mm-hmm. no, only, only here, only there. <coughs> but I would say only in the sense of anything that has those elements in it. If engaging in a particular activity brings you there, then you cannot, ex- you cannot deny that activity brought you there. So the thing is, is getting to that space, and sitting is a much more uh, common, a much more, uh, uh, I would say, uh, uh, it's available for more kinds of minds than uh, other kinds of ways of getting there. Okay. For some, uh, just like uh, at the time of the Buddha, you know, 2,500 monks are sitting uh, in front of him, and most of them are sitting down, and one of them is lying down. Because for that one, lying down is the best way to get to that space. The thing is, that space you need to get to it to get to that transformation. It's not the sitting that's important, it's not the lying down that's important, it's getting to that space. Okay. When you are in between step, mm-hmm. for example, if you finally get into ease, mm-hmm. what is your mind supposed to think? Should I go? Like, should I sit here, wait, see what will happen? Or should I look looking for joy? Or? or you just continue to do exactly what you were doing when you were at ease. And once you get to, to, the, to the bliss, mm-hmm. you will experience your mind. You will experience, uh, uh, there's a factor in the mind that will become uh, awakened. Mm-hmm. And that factor will tell you, okay, now do. I mean, it's not like you're gonna hear your a voice that tells you now do, but <laughs> you're gonna feel now I can actually bring about that change. It's just gonna be just gonna know it. Mm-hmm. Until that knowing is awakened, you're not there yet. Just keep going. Just keep going. Exactly what you're doing with the ease. Okay. Okay. You have uh, not much time. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna get there, but uh, <laughs> 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 but you're gonna try. <laughs> And this is what you call a demon. Uh, and there was this nice uh, yogi I used to read. I read a long, long, long. It won't be about long ago. <laughs> uh, he had a, a very cute way of pointing to things that are uh, distracting. You would call them demons. So <laughs> when his neighbor would start to, you know, make noise, you'd get, oh, that's the five card demon. <laughs> So when you point it, point it out like that, then uh, then your mind is not uh, uh, too concerned with whatever it is that is, uh, that is distracting you. It goes back to what it's supposed to be doing. Oh, okay, here's Charlie. Okay, Charlie's sitting over there. Okay, let me go back to what I'm doing. So uh, there's the club demon around here. <laughs> you notice that when we're not meditating anymore, the music is gone. <laughs> watch <laughs> that's a sign to you that says you wow that's very important it's so important and whatever way you want to whatever way you want to interpret it Mara wants to stop you okay but whenever Mara wants to stop you that means what you're doing is very important and Mara is scared okay so if <laughs> the disco demon comes in again <laughs> Don't let it bother you. Just say, oh, disco demon, 5 <laughs> o'clock, yeah, I'm out of time. <laughs> okay? And actually, uh, if it's sort of like imposing itself on you, switch it. Say, oh, now it's making the bliss even <laughs> deeper. Okay? <laughs> Just say it. It doesn't have to be happening. Just say it. Okay? If you're feeling ease, oh, it's making the ease even deeper. Okay? It's making the silence even more What, more silent? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Let's go. Sort of feel the uh, energy that you will need that will carry you. So go back again to your purpose. And feel the carrying energy that it has. try to re-experience that sense of ease, that space, that meditative space you experienced earlier, just by recalling it, how it felt in the body, how it felt in the breath, how you felt it with the mind, and when you start to have the slightest taste of it, just stay with it, with the breath, observing five cycles of breath. your boat, and this time the boat is the image of the moon, or light. And you can't get on the moon, you can't get on the boat if the boat is not there. So, patiently wait for the boat to come in. Or you can even think that you are getting closer and closer to the boat that is the image of the moon appearing and once the image appears then it will take you, sail you into bliss the space where actual transformation can take place and be mindful of the ease transforming into joy see if you can get to Happiness. I hear they got, they have mangoes in happiness. Then whatever level of ease, whatever level of tranquility you find yourself, just look at the tranquility, look at the level of elation, and notice the absence of strife. is what others are trying to achieve trying to experience in their striving in their deluded skill for actions in their deluded actions so within that space that compassion grow embrace all with your compassion really feel for them. Those who are making the proper efforts, who have not yet experienced it, those who are completely deluded, making Mm -hmm. completely wrong actions, who are trying to achieve it. Embrace them all with your compassion. And let that compassion gain strength until the the strength of that compassion wants you to take action to the point where you're willing to give away this very experience so that they can have a taste and be free of their deluded actions, deludedly delusion-motivated actions. (laughs) And through the strength of your compassion, make that gift. Dedicate the power of the marriage you've gained here to ultimate purpose and to whatever temporary purposes that is of significance to you. now to come out of the meditation and whatever positive lessons whatever positive experience you gain you want to take it with you make that intention and become aware of the physical breath make the intention to become aware of the physical body the body of weight one that occupies Space. talk more about this next time. Some more details about what to meet along the way. How do you know you're heading in the right direction? You're not just circling around. We'll talk about that. Okay. right. Thank you.